0: Hello and welcome to Rick Radio Community News Desk, episode 43. I'm Mick Andy. Well, Later in the programme, we visit a previous interview with Des Foley from Mabs, especially with the cost of Christmas coming up. But first, well joining me now is uh, Derek McDonoughke, Programme Manager with Smart Docklands. Uh, Derek, you're very welcome Thanks uh, so much to you, the programme. And um, I suppose, first and foremost, uh, could you tell us a little bit what is Smart Docklands?
1: Yeah, no problem. So it's uh, Smart Cities team based in the Docklands. Um, it's kind of uh, it's all manner to all men, but it's really... Um, it kind of started off as a smart city test bed where we were testing, trialing, and deploying new technologies in the city. So stuff in around tech that would be for a whole multitude of reasons, like be it environmental concerns, connectivity, um, uh, mobility. All this kind of it was kind of like testing trials. It was like a smart city test bed. So we were testing out all these trials and then incorporating them then into business as usual services. And then as it's kind of gone on it's kind of turned into, we're still doing that, but we do a lot of education and engagement stuff. So we're kind of making sure that people in the area, be it um, residents, um, public sector, private sector, academia, industry, we're all kind of aligned as to what a smart city is and what the council and what Trinity are trying to drive from it. And I say council and Trinity because we're, uh, it's a 50-50 partnership between uh, Dublin City Council and the Connect Research Centre, which is uh, it's Dunlop Oriel House, it's the, the old red building on Westland Row um, but that's part of the Trinity College and Connect as a national research centre.
0: And when you there were starting off like was it discussions between kind of Trinity and Dublin City Council to get this going?
1: Yeah, so I, I was involved with it. Uh, I was actually in a research background in twenty sixteen and uh, this guy called Jamie Cudden came into came into Newt University and he spoke about what the council were trying to do and he said, you know, we want to create this smart city team to look at technology and how we could future-proof the city and make sure that we're kind of ahead of the tech curve from the city. And I thought, that's really progressive. I wonder would that ever get off. I'll probably never see him again. And now I see him every day (laughs) and I hear from him every day, but it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of gone on and grown exponentially. And it started off, I'd say the initial conversations were like 20, probably as early as 2015, but definitely 2016, 2017. And then the, the, the concept of the smart districts came along then, and that was kind of picking areas of the city that you could trial specific technologies, or you could have a different, uh, different thematic focus. So in the Docklands, it was all about engagement and it was about connectivity. So, I mean, I, I can say this from the perspective of I didn't know anything about connectivity until about Great. you know fifteen or sixteen odd months ago. But it's basically about like how do you? you there's a lot of talk about four G, five G, how that kind of works. But in practice, that's a lot of work in terms of like uh, deploying the tech and making sure the tech works and all that sort of stuff. So uh, Docklands was about, uh, like I said, engagement and connectivity. And there's different ones like D8, which is in around uh, the liberties. And that's mm-hmm. all about tech and um, health and well-being. And then there's DCU, there's Smart Dunleary, this sort of stuff. And that was all the districts. Docklands was the first one and that kicked off in 2018. And then in 2018, then we've kind of grown on and. Like different people have come and gone and you know COVID was COVID was tough for, for everybody. Obviously. Again, yeah. yeah. But it was probably it's probably one of the from an institutional point of view, it's probably one of the best things that happened because that kind of everybody became increasingly aware about you know the importance of digital services in that regard. Because you know, everyone was working from home, everyone had to rely on make sure their connectivity was good, Wi-Fi, broadband, all that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, we're kind of trying to come into that now. So there's a team of five of us at the moment, and uh, yeah, I just kind of have done a good bit in twenty uh, what years now, twenty two, and hoping yeah, for uh, twenty three. Yeah, hoping yeah, yeah. for a good year in
0: twenty three. Just as you said there, from from the point of view of smart documents itself, you know, and 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 all the digital stuff, COVID was probably came at a good time for you because, as you said, a lot of people had to rely on and digital services kind of thing you know as you said people were working at home they're coming back a little bit now and there's a little bit of debate of whether you know people should be allowed to work at home or should Mm be back in the office but at the same time i suppose um that uh, it kind of came quick and swift which meant that people working in that area had to work quickly to make sure everyone was up and running
1: Crazy, yeah. And I mean, I think the only people who are really happy with this is reeling in the ears, like because you know, in <laughs> a number of years they're not gonna have any hassle finding any content. Um, yeah, it's it's unbelievable how quickly it came. And then, you know, that's probably transitioned from there probably would have been a few pilots that were done in like maybe eighteen, nineteen, that it was kind of hard to get like any support for them or maybe an end business owner. But like after COVID, like it became a case of different departments in the council being like what can the Smart Cities team you do to help us or how maybe in a consultative basis like like, how can we work on this and working together and we work with different departments in the council and different academics and then there's industry there's local residents group reaching out to us so now it's a case of trying to make sure that we're kind of addressing everything else you know it it, it probably was a case that we had to reach out before whereas now it's Mm. definitely reach in I have a, a good number of un- unanswered emails that I'm aware of. So I'm trying to take through that at the moment, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually really refreshing that we're probably at a sweet spot now where people are contacting us and they're kind of aware of it. And that's a credit to the likes of Jamie and the people who worked there before that they kind of built it up because we're kind of aware of it that when we kind of go in that, you know, we have to build the awareness of what a smart city is and who we are and get our name out there. But there was an awful lot of work that went into that beforehand within the council and stuff like that so people are aware of it so yeah it's um a blessing and a curse i'd say well i i, I was like <laughs> at the time i was in I, I was abroad i was in canada when it all kicked off and um yeah i just kind of came back for the job and uh, to be honest because i kind of it was linked in with what i'd done before so um, it was good for me as well I'm happy, happy brilliant
0: yet. i suppose the doctrines as well Forty four thousand employed in the Docklands area yep twenty six thousand residents mm-hmm. uh, as well so you're dealing with quite a, a large scale of, of people
1: yeah large scale and I, I think the main thing that I would take from from the conversations that I have really varied so like I'm chatting to you today what after this I'll go in and I would talk about um, a 5g project that we're trying to work on with the European Commission then later on there will be um, chats with people in Trinity Like every day is a little bit different and everybody on the team um, works across all those different environments and just make sure that we're kind of spread across the way. But it was kind of set up that the districts that you were kind of seen as um, kind of honest brokers and kind of middlemen so that you're making sure that you're kind of addressing all the concerns from all the different, different communities in the area. And like you said, it's that we would have people who would specifically try and work with uh, local communities or people who might deal with industry or the, you know different parts of the of the council so yeah it, it is really quite varied and i, I think that we're th- the the best crack that i get out of it to be honest is when we do events and when all those people are together um. and you know you're kind of seeing that different communities are knocking off each other and like w- we are trying to facilitate those connections as well that you know different yeah. parts of um you know people kind of see us as kind of a and we are like this neutral entity And you know, people are, we're making connections between residents groups and people in Trinity and they're doing research projects. And there's a research project, um, that, uh, Mary Colclock from unit 18 and, uh, Quinton, Dr. Quinton Crowley from Trinity have run with a group here uh, called the rising project, which was all about climate change. And we've, since I've come on, we've kind of made connections with them and tried to help them Mm -hmm. in different ways. So, um, yeah, we're trying to facilitate that. And it's, uh, yeah it's it's uh, no one's given out to anybody yes in person so it's all good no that. and of course you, you had a pop-up
0: uh, here in in and center community yes. center recently what, what kind of questions and, and where were people asking you
1: most of it is what's a smart city uh which is the hardest question to answer really but really the smart city is smart cities about using tech to make uh, cities you know better places improve services make them more equitable and increasingly to make them more sustainable so a lot of the t- basically every project we do, every engagement stuff, it has to have some element of a climate action focus on it now because it's just mm. particularly in the Docklands where we are, you know, that's going to be, it's only going to become a bigger and bigger issue. Um, as, as we kind of, as we grow on, unfortunately, so mm-hmm. kind of stuff like that. And you know, um, there's probably, uh, I, my, it was Carolina who, uh, Carolina and who, who, um, unfortunately couldn't be here today and Syb Nevins, who were at the, the one here in Ring's End uh, mm-hmm. Centre here. And um, they actually had, like, the enthusiasm that they got from that was really infectious. They really loved it. You know, between, you know, um, mothers coming with children from different classes to elderly people coming up, um, a massive kick out of it. And Yeah, I think that we're really conscious that we don't want to be in this kind of echo chamber where we're working with parts of Trinity and we're doing all this high-level tech conversations and it's divorced from maybe the local issues that might have kind of gone on. So we're always trying to make a connection between what actually matters on a local level and making sure that we're trying to address it. Now we don't have all the resources in the world for ourselves. It's only the five of us, <laughs> but we can make the connections between other people who can kind of do that. And, um, there's a couple, like w- one project in particular that always comes to mind is, um, a couple of years ago, but like two odd years ago, uh, the, then incumbents of smart documents did workshops with people in the area, community groups, industry, everything, got them all in. and basically just kind of got that to ask them like what were one of the challenges that were, you know, affecting them. And when you, when you do that, you get a whole, you, you get like 300 odd challenges. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you're trying to address them as equally as possible. But one really specific one that came up was, um, ring boys being stolen and being damaged with in and around the, in and around the water. And that was that kind of stood out as like a very kind of re specific one to the Docklands, just given the name and then something that we could address. So what that kind of has grown into is there is now going to be 150 sensors put in ring boys in Dublin City Council. And when a ring boy is taken, the council will be alerted to, you know, this ring boy in X, Y and Z location has has been taken in, has to be removed, has to be replaced, sorry. And the whole point of that is basically that the council is, you know, is responding to it and doing it as quickly as possible to offset, you know, people falling into the river and getting in trouble. And the beauty of that is, it's a project that started in the docklands and it's been expanded on a national basis. So there's 32 local authorities, 18 of them are coastal, and everybody else has a river, a lake, uh, yeah. canal. Yeah. Very important. I Absolutely, think so. yeah, yeah. And, and it's expanded yeah. out. So yeah. now it's a case of there's going to be. Um, it's going to be 600 odd of these sensors in around the area. So it's, you know, it's, it's, that's, it's a really good example of like of how the tech is trialed out here, assessed and then expanded out. So if we can do like a couple more of them in the next couple of years, I think we'll be really, really happy about it. I'm just yeah. making sure that and pro- probably the the challenges uh, that people are giving us now versus pre COVID are probably extremely different. And, th- and they might be, like you said, more based around, um, know working from home sort of realities or maybe they hate working from home I, i'm not too mad at working <laughs> from home i don't well that's
0: true as well some people it's, it's kind of solitary isn't it in, yeah. in many ways you, you miss the social aspect of of work which i think is very very important yeah my
1: apartment's kind of cold as well i hope hopefully my <laughs> landlord doesn't listen to this for uh,
0: <laughs> one of the, the quotes you, you have on your website is do not deploy tech for tech's sake yeah um Explain, could you explain that a little bit more?
1: Yeah, no problem. So the gist of it was when the smart city kind of kicked off as a concept in like 2011, 2012, a lot of it was companies would have a piece of tech and they would nearly retrofit the problem afterwards. So they were like, we could have this sensor that could measure whatever. And then they would nearly put the problem in thing. But what we tried to do through pop-ups, through workshops, all this sort of stuff, is try and find out what the problems are first. So what we're trying to do is to address a problem with the tech as opposed to having a cool piece of tech. And then after the fact being like, how can we do this? So it's not about kind of like, um, we're trying to be as strategic as possible and trying to make sure that it's impactful as possible. And the, the thing about like the tech that we do use is we're trying to make it as impactful as possible, but we're also trying to make it as invisible as possible. So if you walk in around the docklands from say, uh, custom house key up. You're going to pass like seven or eight different pieces of tech that you've uh, you're probably have passed a hundred times and you don't even know it's there. But it's it's been used by the council in different ways to either to improve services or to improve um, life in the city essentially. And what we also try and do through like, we do innovation tours and we try to explain to people, you know, showcase them. Here's what's kind of gone on. And and here's what the council has developed for, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And here's why it wasn't just deployed for tech sake; it was employed to address a specific problem. And the main takeaway that we get from them is people say, "God, I had no idea we did that. I had no idea the council was doing that sort of stuff." Are these regular the Yeah. So, like, uh, like yeah. um, uh, I I should, pro- I should probably start uh, creating like a uh, monetizing them for undone this. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's basically we have a uh, we have um, it started off in about. April of this year, and between April of this year up until probably about la- when's the last did the last one probably in October, we had four hundred and fifty people going in around the Docklands, uh, between community groups, industry, academias trade shows, all this sort of stuff, and just kind of showing to them, you know, here's the tech that's kind of gone in, and here's why it's gone in, mm. and uh, it's pretty informal. Like we will, we're probably going to like formalize the process a little bit in the in the new year about how we do it, but. If anybody does want to do it, we're more than happy to do it. If you want to email myself or info at smartdaklands. i I'm more than happy to do it. And um, yeah, it's been it's been really good. And you 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 get a kind of it's a mutually beneficial thing because as you're telling people what's kind of going on, the you have a certain sense of pride for all kind of what's gone on before, and what you could do with it. So uh, whenever
0: the as you say we're we walking by, you know different landmarks, and we, we don't realize that you know, there is something there that, that's improving. Yeah. hundred and percent. Like, so and like, and like
1: we, we have, um, we're trying to fit it into like the, the overall context, the Docklands have always kind of been a center of industry, you know, from the Docklands. And she'd probably kill me for saying it, but, uh, Simon Evans, who's on our team, her granddad, like was a Docker. So he was working in there. So we have a link to the actual area and, you know, it's, it's interesting because, um, we have a a heritage trail that's coming up in the next while and it's it's a augmented reality so you'll be able to walk around the docklands all the way into rings end and you'll be able to have an app and it'll come in and like different characters will pop up in front of your phone and stuff like this and we were looking at photographs along the way that we might populate it and there's a photograph of people getting a ferry from the south side over to the north side and this is. You know they're coming in and they're all looking at the cameras and her granddad's one Did of the be people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> not so long ago yeah. there was a ferry that ran between. Yeah, you know, just on the on, just down the way there at the uh, cross, and I can't think going across from New Wappen Street was it across from where the the, the boat is on, on okay. the river, and the, that used to go north so it's south so it's south so north
1: her her uh, granddad's in the photograph looking at it so. I thought it was a great link between yeah. what's kind of gone on and what we're trying to do now. And that's why we get a yeah we get a real kick out of the pop-ups from the conversations that kind of go on. And I uh, really enjoyed the one here, to be honest. Uh, so I'd say we'll definitely, definitely do that again. To be yeah,
0: honest with yeah. You. I think the, 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 the area is steep kind of in history. And history, yeah. as you say, is important. And, and with yeah. the pop-up that you have, or with the, the new app coming on board. Yeah, so it's quite it's, interesting. It's, yeah. it's
1: launching on the 11th of January. Oh, so lovely. So it's very, very sound. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's um, Dublin City Council and Bore Fallshire. So they're the people who are running it. And uh, <clears throat> I give a shout out to Barry Rogers as well, who's the main man driving it. But we're involved with it too from the Smart Docklands point of view. But really, it's, you know, it's going to be, um, it's a really, really cool app in the sense that the, you'll probably see different apps kind of will develop in and around the city. But the Docklands is the first one that's kicking off. So, yeah, there'll be a big launch and... Uh, Good bit of press around it in, in early January. Brilliant.
0: For people they can yeah, go up on that and, and, and free, to, you, free download to use the app.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, we've kind of been showing people so you, you step into like say you step into CHQ and you put up your phone and you're immediately brought back to the Crimean Banquet. And it it, it shows you the screen um and it kind of shows you what it is. But it's uh, yeah, it wraps it around. And I think it really gives um a great interpretation from the Docklands and it's very, very um Soundly based in the history of the area. So, um, yeah, something to be a great to part of.
0: You mentioned Board Folger there, and, and obviously the, the, the smart Docklands and the apps and different things <coughs> help with with with, with um, people coming into the country and that and, and traveling in and that. What's your feedback? Are you getting good feedback on that, you know, from, from people coming from different countries about when they want to maybe visit the Docklands area?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not necessarily involved with warfalta all, all yeah, the time, yeah. but the imagination. But um, yeah, people do. People are kind of aware of it more. I'm. I'm, I'm also not a dub, so uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I have to state that from the from the get go. But uh, yeah, in terms of the area, like um, we've had a good few uh, foreign groups kind of coming over, and they're always kind of they're really interested in that in that history mm-hmm. of how it is, and I think that what they really get a kick out of from us is that we're very conscious that we're talking to um, people who have recently moved into the area, but we're already extremely conscious to talk to people who are embedded in the area and have been living here for generations as well. Yeah, And that's kind of what we're always trying to do. It is, there is an element of kind of spinning plates to this, that you're making sure that we're addressing everybody's concern as quickly as possible and kind of making sure that there's connections made between different groups. And, that, and that's a big part of what we are. Like we, we are invited to different things and we're kind of bringing people with us and making sure that it's one collective group like you know people are people are friendly yeah and yeah. if
0: people have ideas can, can they contact you if yeah, they, absolutely or yeah. is, you know obviously the pop-ups help and people come to you then but if they have ideas kind of along the, the roof what should they do in that case yeah so
1: um the more feedback the better to be honest with you so again like we're gonna we're gonna have a survey that we're gonna circulate between all the community centers in 2023 which will give people but if you can contact me at darach d-a-r-a-c-h i'll spell my own name right at smartdochlands.e and then just reach out to any of the Auckland's, uh the linkedin the twitter the are all our emails are there and we're happy to like have conversations with anybody really and um yeah trying to fit it into a bigger picture definitely in terms of the workshops and stuff like this but it's uh yeah the more feedback the better it's it's kind of like th- some of the stuff that we did at the workshops is um we had like free plants that we were kind of giving away from a environmental perspective mm. but getting people in to try and say here's a plant if you want to sign the sign a form just to maybe like add in an email add in a number and just you know delighted to people to get in contact so like, we, we, we want to make sure that like what we're doing and what we're trying to what we're trying to uh, progress with is in line with like local challenges so yeah the more feedback that we get you know, ideally, somebody contacts with us and I can reply back to them to be like, we're actually doing that. It's fantastic. But based off the discussions that we've had before, um, hopefully I'll have the ability to say that to everything that comes <laughs> in. <laughs> and the next pop up, have you any idea when, when, when that will be? Or? Yeah, so we'll probably kick it off in, um, in about, say, February odd. Um, and we're kind of trying to move around. But now we don't want to have favorites, but we did get a great kick out of this one. So uh, we're probably back here if anyone, anyway, if people want us, like, we'd be delighted to come back. And um, I'd say probably kick off in about, like, f- in February. And then we'll try and do them on, like, you know, probably like a bi-monthly basis sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And just making sure that we're kind of spread all around the area. And, yeah, tr- trying to get the name out, you know, it's, it's like you're, you're constantly doing that because, like, people are kind of, you catch different people at different days. And um, we have a couple of people from the community who are coming to different events now and uh you know they're you know better advocates than i could ever be you know uh there's one woman una whitney um who lives just beside the camshires and i think she described it best when she's like you know i met some of the docklands team at different events along throughout the year and um yeah just i wasn't aware of the council were doing x y and z stuff and uh delighted to kind of be involved at events and stuff like this and that's that's better than anything i could reply to be honest with you so um yeah uh I definitely like we'll we'll I'd encourage anybody to follow us on anything uh I, I don't know i don't think we're on facebook we're on everything else
0: you're on twitter and your yeah. website is there which is you know
1: yeah and like a, I, I i was trying to set up a tiktok well. account there but i think i'm too old for that to be <laughs> I, I, I did it for about 20 minutes and i went oh, god no <laughs>
0: well derek thanks a lot for coming into us today and uh, telling us all about smart dotlands we wish you the best of luck and we look forward to seeing you in February as well and good luck with the app in, in January too.
1: Thanks a million Mick, gentlemen. Come and join us at
2: our Retro Cafe. Open weekdays from ten until two here in the community centre. Come and check out our Karen's culinary delights.
0: You're listening to Rick Radio Community News Desk Podcast. Well, I'm delighted to be joined by Des Foley uh, from MABS, uh, the local MABS office in uh, South Dublin Central. Des, you're very welcome to the podcast here Thanks this man. morning. Um, I suppose, first and foremost, um, MABS, M A B S. What does MABS stand for? For, for people who perhaps sure, don't know,
2: of course, yeah. So MABS is the Money Advice and Budgeting Service, and uh, what we do is we we help anyone really who's in financial difficulty. Um, certainly, people who are over indebted or find themselves uh, in a position where they they have debts they can't afford to pay or they're struggling to pay. That can be utilities. It can be day to day budgeting. You know, just not managing your money or you know having debts that they're struggling to pay back so um we're open to everyone um anyone who's in financial difficulty at all can avail of the map service
0: and of course, it's 60 branches, I think, uh, all around nationwide, uh, yeah. nationwide that. But for Dublin uh, South Central, you're based in Lombard Street, so we're on right? Lombard Street, yeah. And does that cover a specific area for people if they want to go to you?
2: Uh, yeah, anyone in well, we we primarily w- originally we always would have covered Dublin 2, 4, and 6. So we we, yeah. we, we used to have uh, an outreach or do an outreach in, up as far as Rathmines as well. So certainly that's the immediate area that we do absolutely cover now. We have a bit of a wider remit as well at the moment um, with the service but certainly you know anyone in, in the local area can come into us and we'd, be, we'd welcome anyone and be happy to see anyone dropping into us even you know um, we would normally be in a, an appointment only service now people can walk in because we're on Lombard Street but um, we will take their details um, and we will get an appointment organised for someone who just decides maybe they just want to drop in and have a chat with us or get some information just, pass just passing officer, yeah like just, just to yeah, see, yeah. see and make an inquiry so so there's no problem doing that
0: I suppose there's uh, the current situation that we're in at the moment you must see yeah. it firsthand because Absolutely. you know all we see in the news is uh, there's a crisis out there for people yeah um, and money crisis in many many ways bills are getting uh, dearer and dearer all the time yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know fuel is getting dearer we're coming into the winter yeah and I suppose that's gonna be a tough time for, for people too
2: it is it is and uh, a lot of the utility companies I'm sure people might be aware where um, a lot of the utility companies are offering um, help to their own customers, you know, and, and we in MABS um, have been able to establish or help establish kind of uh, funds that mm-hmm. the utility companies have put forward. Some of that's been through MABS kind of maybe lobbying them or, or, or looking for them to to help customers uh, who are maybe more vulnerable customers and people who are on lower incomes or social welfare payments, for example. So anyone who comes to us, uh, you know, with the utility bill, we have options there for them we can help them with payment plans payment arrangements we can help them with pay as you go meters getting installed we can you know we can contact the utilities on their behalf and as I say there are funds that some of the utility companies have set up to help people who are in hardship and we can apply for them through Mab so um, so we'd say to people you know anyone who is worried about a high bill or the, the, the increased cost of managing their bills especially utilities especially coming into the winter you know do drop in do come into us if, if you're struggling or if you have a bill that you're finding it difficult to pay
0: because I'm sure for a lot of people the, the first thing that comes to them is the shock you know absolutely. We, we, we've seen 35-40% yeah. yeah, increasing huge and then yeah. going up again and, and perhaps they just uh, frozen in many yeah. ways I would say yeah. that they yeah. don't realise oh I, I have only X amount of uh, money exactly. what am I going to do Yeah. Uh, some people will probably hide would they uh, and that sort yeah, of thing or would, would your advice to them
2: yeah no absolutely I mean people a natural reaction would be if, you know would be to probably just put the bill to one side and say look i'll deal with that later or, or i'll see how i can manage that um what we would say to people is don't you know don't don't hide the bill away or, or don't bury the head you know we would we would always say look you know come and talk to us if you're worried if you're not sure if you do have a bill for example that you feel um you know you might struggle with or isn't sustainable uh come and talk to us we can talk to the utility company as i say on on the customer's behalf and there are plans there are options we can help get a payment plan perhaps set up for somebody who might be in a situation like that but we certainly say don't ignore the issue you know whatever the bill is it doesn't matter if it's if it's a credit card if it's a loan you know a utility bill whatever it is if if you're you know struggling with it or you're worried about it um don't don't um ignore it we would say come and talk to to us and uh come and make an appointment and sit down with ourselves.
0: Is that written off at times or, or is in some it usually s- just a plan put in place?
2: Normally it's a plan. And like I say, with, with those hardship funds I was mentioning there with the utilities, um, the, the, the utility companies themselves are applying um, basically a credit to the customer's account um, for, for a certain amount or a specific amount. And, and we can apply um, for that. Um, Write offs can happen in certain situations, certain circumstances, depending. Um, there is now in in Ireland and um, we, we do have an insol- insolvency arrangements there is the insolvency service of Ireland who are who are there um, Mabs can apply for insolvency uh, arrangements on behalf of clients uh, who are in particular circumstances who may be eligible Um, there is something called a debt relief notice for example under the insolvency legislation Uh, we can apply for that on behalf of clients who are eligible for it and there's a number of different kind of eligibility criteria Um, but that would would be a kind of a write off for someone who has a debt that they really can't afford to pay you have to be in particular circumstances for that but like I say write offs don't happen generally um, too often but we would always and depending on the, on the on the customer situation, uh, we would always be looking for the best available kind of result, you know, for somebody who is in difficulty. So whatever that may be, um, you know, we would do our best if there's a possibility of, of looking for a write off. And we have done that. Uh, we would do it for, for customers, for clients. Fantastic,
0: yeah. I know you said at the, the, the start there that it, this is a, a free service open to everybody. We are. I'm, ju- I'm just wondering is it open to uh, companies as well as individuals?
2: Well, not so much companies because we, we would deal with business debt insofar as, say, dealing with sole traders and people who um, whose, whose business debts maybe have become personal debts or are personal debts because they might be a sole trader, like a, a plumber or an electrician or a taxi mm-hmm. driver, for example, or whatever. Uh, businesses we, we wouldn't tend to deal with, although we we can advise people who come to us and we do have people coming to us, let's say, who would be directors, maybe, or who would have mm-hmm. be involved in a limited company. Um, we'd be able to give them advice as far as we can, but we're not experts really in, in that mm-hmm. area. But we may be able to signpost them, as they say, or uh, move them on to another organization that might be able to to assist them.
0: But sole traders are OK. Sole traders okay, are absolutely yeah, OK yeah, because yeah. they're, as far as Individual, we're concerned, yeah, I mean, they're, yeah.
2: they're people who are working pretty much um, where their, their debt, you know, is a personal debt. By and large, really, you know.
0: Absolutely. Um, I'm just wondering too. We've, we've we've spoken about the utilities going up as well. Yeah. At the same time mortgage rates have gone up again yeah. and this is something that hasn't uh, have gone up in, in many many years so yeah. again yeah. double whammy
2: yeah absolutely and again to say to people you know don't don't ignore that and and if you're you know if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed or you're not too sure if you're going to be able to afford those payments when they go up um absolutely come and talk to us i mean certainly anyone who's i mean don't you don't only have to be in arrears i would say as well to come to mabs or behind in your payments you can yeah. come to mabs before that even happens and we would say to people that the sooner you come to us the better you know and and uh, there's never a wrong time as, as such anyway but certainly it helps if if you come to us um sooner rather than later and, and don't delay with, with, with things but yeah certainly again i mean with mortgage rates if someone is struggling we can we can talk to the lender on their behalf we can see i mean there are um and and there have been for for quite a long time with things like mortgage arrears resolution process and things like that that are in place i know for for people who are maybe have in danger of falling into arrears or already are and um, so there are again there, there are options for people there is help and we would say look you know come and talk to us sooner rather than later um and we can always if, if needs be uh, we can talk to the lender uh on behalf of a client as well but certainly we can even just come in and someone can come in and talk to us and get advice from us directly as I say if they just want a bit of a steer or they're not too sure or they're or they're feeling a little bit sort of overwhelmed
0: yeah I was going to say it's it's not just all about the bad stuff it's well. only There's the plenty, plenty of good stuff because I'm looking at your website you also have managing money uh, and money tools as well can we you do, just explain yeah. a little bit about the, the money tools because I'm sure Absolutely. you don't have to be in debt as you say no, it's no. an opportunity for you to to manage what money you have,
2: absolutely, and, and part part of our work. Uh, I mean, we are the Money Advice and Budgeting Service. Uh, the the mm. clue is in the title as well. So we do help people with day to day budgeting, with managing their own finances, day to day, with keeping on top of um, organising their their finances, their income and their expenditure. So that's a large part of what MABS was set up to do initially. Anyway, um, on our website, yeah, we there's a lot of information on the MABS MABS.ie um, is the website. There's a lot of information up there and. Um, uh, the tools that you mentioned so there is a thing called a, a budgeting tool um, which allows people to put in their own figures and um, do a budget basically online for themselves it's a step-by-step kind of go- process or guide on the website when you go through it it'll take you through each of the relevant sections so it's very simple very easy to understand you don't have to be a, a whiz you know with computers or, or anything like that so um and it allows you to save down your information once you have put it all in but it'll basically show you based on the figures you put in your income your expenses um it'll kind of show you where you're at really financially and Mm, then mm you know what, you, what steps you may need to take or what you might need to do and there are, there are plenty of leaflets and and um, documents and things up on the website that you can read and print off and download um, even on how to budget and various other uh, topics as well you know debt related or financial related topics so it's a great resource the website um, and it's updated a lot it's updated all the time so uh, it's worth having a look there as well even just to get an overview um, and, and there's pointers even on the website for someone who maybe might be thinking maybe I need to do a little bit or look at my finances maybe I'm not in difficulty yet so the website is a very good port of call for someone who just wants to get an overview maybe of well, what, what do I need to do or what steps do might I need to take
0: Indeed um, you mentioned it's a free service so how is MABS funded?
2: Yeah, well, we're we're absolutely free. Um, we're we're a free, confidential, non-judgmental service, as we as we say. The funding uh, does come where we MABS is under the remit of the Citizens Information Board, um, so we we are now under their umbrella, and they of people may know they've got all the Citizens Information Centres and uh, for people to get uh, information from as well. So the the funding is still one hundred percent. Uh, taxpayers 100% government funding and it comes to MABS through that uh, citizens information board so they would be you know they would be overseeing the funding that comes through to us but for for people uh you know coming to us it's 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 a free service so there's no charge uh, for our service and um and we're open our offices across the country will be open kind of normal business hours Nine through to Friday, Monday right? to Friday yeah, yeah, yeah
0: Monday to yeah, Friday, Friday as well but also as well as having your offices your outreach as well you come out to the community and with that in mind Des uh, you will be arriving here in Ringsend from uh, Tuesday the 20th of September
2: absolutely yes so um, we have done outreaches before we were in Ringsend uh, previously a number of years ago we have we we, we did have a, 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 um, an outreach in Rathmines as well which I mentioned earlier and we had that for a number of years, so yeah, we're coming. We're coming back. Really, the last, obviously, with lockdown, with with COVID, um, our office was closed for some time. Um, so things like that, we just kind of went really by, by the wayside, um, and we're keen to kind of maybe get that back open again because we see ourselves very much as a local service, as a community-based service, which we are very definitely where where we're positioned in, in Lombard Street. Um, so we will have a um, an outreach here every Tuesday, as you say. We're going to go from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. from the 20th, and we'll see how that goes. There is flexibility, obviously, to extend those hours if, if we need to, but I think we're going to start with that. Um, so we'll be here and people can make an appointment. We would prefer people to make an appointment to come and see us Um, here because it's a it's a short enough space of time and uh, we want to if we do have people um, you know making inquiries we want to make sure that we we kind of get to anyone who is interested in in coming in so we we don't want somebody knocking on the door who might have to be told uh, we've no time to see you or you may have to wait come back Mm. in an hour or whatever the case may be so um, so we'd say to people to contact us um, to make an appointment in in advance to see us here in the community centre I can give you the number as well for people uh, to call so it's, it's It's 0818 072520. So I'll say that again. It's 0818 072520. That's for our office on Lombard Street. So um, people can ring that number and um, they'll be able to make an appointment then if they say they want to see somebody in the Ringsend Community Centre.
0: Lovely. And uh, this is going to be ongoing. It's not just Tuesday, the 20th of September. uh, It's going to be every week. 10 and 12. It's going to be
2: every week. Every week, yeah. And like I say, you know, We'll we'll gauge how that's gone uh, over the period, but um, initially that's 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 the, the the time scale anyway. You know
0: what's your advice, finally, Des? I suppose for people that you know are worrying, you know, and and there's no doubt there is worry out there. Absolutely, you, you just see it in the papers the whole time, or on news, or whatever. What what would your advice for people who feel kind of, I suppose, frozen very much by? Yeah debt that they have
2: absolutely Uh, well again like i said earlier i'd say look don't don't panic you know uh, there is help there are supports there are things that you can do and there are things that can be done so i would say to anybody certainly um talk to maps come and see us drop in make a call um make an appointment to see and sit down with somebody if you're in any way worried don't ignore any issue that you have don't ignore any bill overdue bill bill that's due um as we said you don't have to be in trouble already so you don't have to be in difficulty if you're worried at all if you feel with everything going the way it is, as a possibility, I could fall behind. Ring us at that stage, come and talk to us, and we'll see what we can do to help.
0: Des Foley from uh, MABS uh, in Dublin South Central, thanks a lot for joining us today. Thanks very much, Mick. Well, thanks to our guests, uh, Des Foley from MABS and Derek McDonica from Smart Docklands. Uh, thank you also to Dylan on sound and Edison and Leslie on administration. We'll be back next week with a Christmas edition of the Community News Test. We'll have Shay Conley, Paul Bronner and Paddy McGuinness in studio uh, for a sing-along. And Dylan and Robin will also be here with Christmas carols. Until then, for me Mick, have a great week.